Hey there, welcome to Cageless, a conversation podcast about experiential wisdom and personal hope. I'm Jenny Johnson. I'm a writer and I'm asking experts, thought leaders, and my friends to share their knowledge and tools on how they found freedom. Hey friends, it's Jenny Johnson. Not that I think you had any doubt that it was anyone else, uh, but I don't know. Doubt's okay, and doubts should be explored. So if you aren't trusting of this voice that it is Jenny Johnson, do some exploration. But I do ask that you trust me. (laughs) I'm working on trusting myself, to be quite honest. Today, we are doing things a little bit differently. We're trying something new, and it might not work out. Because a lot of things that you try that are new don't work out, and that's okay. Um, This one is actually just kind of funny. I had the idea that, so I'm I'm in my hometown, and uh, I love coming back here because I just feel like such, I've healed so much of my resentment towards this place, as I think a lot of people have resentment towards their hometowns of like, I didn't like who I was there, or I didn't like how people treated me there, and so you like really have a lot of projection towards a location, which the older I get, the more I'm just like, that's kind of silly because I love to romanticize things that have hurt me (laughs) because I kind of think that living in a delusion is just more pleasant. It has helped me heal and it has helped me not take things so seriously. So I kind of look at this place, if, if that makes sense at all. I look at this place as a as a, a propeller in the plot of my life. I <laughs> was going to record this podcast at my favorite place, which is the library, uh, any library, really. Like, that's just a location that I like to be at because I feel safe there. But the place where I was going to record it was not available. So I thought, you know what? Another place that I feel really safe and that I usually really like is my car. And why would I not record a podcast in my car where I have, I feel like how people have shower thoughts, I have car thoughts. And car conversations are something that fascinate me so deeply and that I love having with other people. And so I'm like, maybe I should have a conversation with myself in the car. And so here we are. I hope that it sounds okay because I'm just a little gal with a microphone and a cord and a computer. And this it's just kind of how I live my life on the go. OTG. I don't know if that's a, uh, if that's a, what, what do you call when you like shorten things like ASAP? Um, it's not alliteration, but okay. So shortening on the go today. (laughs) We're going to talk about something that I have been thinking a lot about lately, and I just kind of wanted to exhale some of the things that I've been mulling over, if you will. I really love that verb, mulling. Um, I ordered a drink that I don't usually order at Starbucks, and... You know, like when you do that, you like kind of branch out and you're like, good for me for trying something different. And usually there's usually some benefit to that. But this time around, not so much. I love when my coffee's just like perfect and exactly what I was wanting. 
And this just wasn't it. And I'm not going to say the drink name because I'm not a hater. I just, it's just not, it's just not hitting the spot today, which is okay. Which brings me to what we are going to talk about. I heard this phrase. I don't remember where. I wish that I can remember where. And if I remember where, I'll put it in the show notes. But the phrase goes, done is better than perfect. And as someone who is recovering from a long line of habitual perfectionism, getting things done is hard, okay? Like any anything especially in a like creativity, like creative pursuit realm, I have felt like I have to be perfect. And no one's holding me to this standard. Like it's just the little, little old me in my head. And I have realized that things don't get finished when you feel like they have to be perfect. Like when you're writing, for example, and you want to edit as you write, it's almost like your ego trying to starve out your creativity. You know what I mean? And I'm just really, really tired of not doing things because fear kind of festers in perfectionism. So this comes not just with like output, but with like daily things. Like I'm not sure if it is a perfectionism thing or if it is just the culture that we live in that that has continually told us that we have to achieve We have to check off boxes, whether that is with your education, with your career, whatever that is. And there is, I will also rebuttal my own thought by saying there is science behind, you know, having checklists keeps you productive. But the thing is, is like being productive isn't the point of life. And the dopamine that I think it's dopamine, the the achievement chemical that you that makes you feel good when you complete something isn't a reason to live. And I also heard yesterday on the We Can Do Hard Things podcast with Glennon Doyle, uh, her sister Amanda, that she calls sister, which I think is precious. I have recently been watching The Bear, uh, a TV show that I cannot recommend enough, which am I allowed to call it a TV show if... I only watch it on my computer. Like, what are streaming platforms considering themselves now? Like, as a as a title. Anyway, uh, such a tight script, so good. But the like main character calls his cousin cousin, and I just hold such a fineness for that. I really, really like that. And if I started calling my my brother instead of by his name brother, I don't know if that'd be weird or not. Um, I digress. Amanda on We Can Do Hard Things was talking about the Stanford marshmallow experiment, which I just had to look that up uh, because I wasn't sure which Ivy League school it was. And I'm a little hesitant about it. If anyone has has heard of the marshmallow experiment, basically they took a controlled like group of, of children and told them you know, like, here's one marshmallow. I'm giving you one marshmallow. But if you wait, I will give you two marshmallows. 
So it's like, can you have your cake and eat it too? And it was a study on delayed gratification versus like instant gratification. And the kids that were able to like be patient and like wait on the second marshmallow so that they could have two apparently were like more had like better SAT scores, like excelled more in life. And I do think that there is there's something to say about delayed gratification and like being able to wait. But I also think that there's something to say for doing things unperfectly or like doing things because you want to in that moment, just because we aren't promised another moment. So I have a lot of different thoughts about that. And I think that it's okay to not always do both. Like I try to always in my showers with cold water because there is there have been studies that it benefits your cardiovascular circulation and it helps with anxiety and there's there's a lot of different benefits to it but i don't force myself to do that every day anymore i think that you are allowed to take into account Even scientific studies, I think that doubt is okay. I think that if people didn't doubt things, like how many many things would we still be doing if someone didn't say, I'm not so sure about this. Like, I think I want to question this because not everyone is the same. And even with controlled groups of like scientific studies or things that we've been taught it doesn't mean that we all have to succumb to one set of rules or like just because like one thing was proven right or wrong. Another example that I have is I think that our food system, which is it food system? Is that like the correct terminology? I was talking with my mom about how it is so absurd to me that we were taught the food pyramid as children when none of our bodies are the same. I have had discussions with with my doctor and my nutritionist about the unique needs of my body and how there have been so many blank blanketed pieces of pieces of advice, say that 10 times fast, blanketed pieces of advice about do this correctly, do this and then you'll feel this way or you know I don't think that it is safe to say that one specific food is good for every single person on this planet, especially for women, because we are told that there's certain foods that are good for our hormones or there's certain foods that are good for PMS. There's certain foods that will help your skin. And I don't think that substances can have blanket meanings, you know, like And this is me also critiquing the FDA, which am I allowed to do that? I'm also doubting that. (laughs) But I do think that you should question everything. Like how you are feeling is not lying to you in your chest. And this also brings up the point that I was reading in The Body Keeps Score, which book changed my life, to be quite honest. And I hope that if you haven't heard of it, that you look it up right now. 
an experiment took place, uh, I believe, quite some time ago by Martin Seligman. I believe that's how you say his last name, who's like the father of positive psychology. Give him a Google search for real. He's done some really interesting things. And some people disagree with them, which is also okay. You're allowed to disagree with things. You're allowed to disagree with science. But he did an experiment with um, with some dogs that he rang a bell and he would shock a dog, like a light shock to a dog. And essentially he put dogs in this uh, controlled box after he had shocked them with a fence in between like the two sides. And one side had like an electric floor that would shock them and the other side was like safe and it wouldn't shock them. And basically what he found is that even when a dog is shocked, it has learned that because previously it was shocked, that that is all that it like knows and that it doesn't know how to get safe again. And I probably just completely butchered (laughs) this like brilliant man's experiment. But what I retained from this retelling of this is that we can live in these cages of quite literal pain and your body knows pain, but your body doesn't always know what not pain is. And I recognize that a lot of the inner work that I've done, not just this summer, but like in the past couple of years that I didn't recognize the pain that I was in because I didn't know joy yet. And I learned from my surroundings and the feelings that I had that I was essentially stuck. And that's just not true because I believe that we all are deserving of an abundant life. And if you haven't felt joy, you deserve it. And if you can recognize that feeling in your body of like, my body's not lying to me and there is more out there, there is goodness out there, there is happiness, contentment out there, they're not the same thing. But emotions are fluid and they come and they go. And I have this reminder in my phone that's like, your thoughts have a time limit and your emotions and your thoughts work together and you are allowed to change them. And sometimes it just takes someone else reminding you of that. So if, if you needed reminding, I need remindings every single day. I also have an alarm on my phone that I, I, I kind of change, uh, throughout the day, uh, or throughout days of like when it goes off that it's just like, Hey girl, you're safe and like you're good and like you're you're living life and it's not always going to be perfect all of the time but you're good and you're you're living a good life and that is not what the entire <laughs> alarm says i don't think that apple allows you to have that many characters on an alarm but i think that you're deserving of goodness and light and you're allowed to go to the other side of the fence wherever that fence is in fact you can get out of the cage because this podcast is called Cageless. And I am sweating in this car now because uh, I had the bright idea to record a podcast in a car. So uh, this this podcast was an experiment <laughs> in of itself. And I am now learning that when you put a girl in a hot car and she talks a lot and she gets excited, that she sweats. So I will leave you with this. It's a good day. 
And even when it's not a good day, it's a perfect day because you were made for the moment that you're in. So love you in TTYL. And I put up another peace sign. It's almost like a, like a tick putting up a peace sign and saying goodbye. Well, I'm doing it. Picture it. (laughs) Bye. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Spotify, Apple, anywhere you get your podcast. It's important because, well, I want to know what you think. You can ask me questions at Cageless Podcast on Instagram or text me at 903-871-5092.